Hey guys, Jason Davis here. Uh, with everything that's going on out there in culture, in the school system, especially the public school system, right? And drag shows and everything in between, our kids are under attack daily. And that's why I wanted to tell you today about the Tuttle Twins books. Tuttle Twins is really, it's the only books uh, that I know of for kids that really help them develop critical thinking skills about real world concepts, economies, finance, government, freedom, liberty, the free market, how to be self-reliant and outside the system. Right now, we just all have to recognize the world's full of companies and people and politicians that want to expose and influence our kids and in ideas that we don't support. And so that includes school teachers, unfortunately. So Tuttle Twins empowers parents. I encourage you to check them out at TuttleTwins.com or if you go to my website at DontTreadOnLiberty.com and go to Freedom Partners under Tuttle Twins, there is a special offer for you. So DontTreadOnLiberty.com under Freedom Partners. Check out the Tuttle Twins and we do have a special offer for you. Well, let's get back to the show. I hope you enjoy this week. God bless. Fighting back against the left's nonstop attacks on liberty, freedom, and America. America. This is Don't Tread on Liberty. Jason Davis is on the air. Hey, welcome back to Don't Tread on Liberty. Thank you for being here. I'm going to bring in our special guest for today. He is a chiropractic doctor, a former United States Marine, and the founder of 1776 Forever Free. It's the Megaphone Marine. Dr. Cordy Williams is with us. Thanks for being here, Doc. How are you? I'm doing great, Jason. Thanks for having me on, brother. It's a real honor. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm doing fantastic. Another sunny day in uh, California. <laughs> well, you got a uh, recall petition going against your uh, Lord Newsom, so maybe that'll go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I've been doing, uh, I've been the weekly moderator for Oren Heatley and Mike Netter, the guy that are kind of leading the charge on that whole thing. They, they asked me early on, they're like, hey, we, we want to do a little town hall to answer questions and we want you to be the face of, so that's kind of been my contribution as well as, um, you know, we've gotten thousands of signatures um, and tried to promote it all over the country to get people to really understand that, you know, tyranny is coming to a theater near you um as well as trading your fork in for chopsticks if we don't keep people like uh sleepy joe nervous nancy and um adolf newsom out of power you know yeah i couldn't agree with you more i don't know how successful we're going to be at a couple of those things but um i think you might have some chance in your state so the megaphone marine um the video went viral i think you got like 15 million views on this or something I did see it, but you're basically at a protest in Sacramento and you start preaching to the riot cops that are on standby there. Um, how did that all come about? I mean, did you plan on doing that or was it just spontaneous or did somebody throw the mic at you and say, doc, you got to say something? I mean, what, how did it all happen? Well, um, hundred percent. So I'm, I, you know, speak all the time. I've spoken in the chiropractic space and trained doctor doctors for years prior to you know, kind of getting into political activism, if you want to call it that. Um, but, you know, my wife and I just really felt pressed up against the wall like Americans and um, thought that the whole thing was a sham and one could say a scam. And that's not to, uh, you know, demean anybody, uh, you know, out there that legitimately passed away of COVID and how you can really ascertain that according to the CDC. It seems very difficult to get those legitimate numbers now. 
Um, but we just felt pressed up against the wall and um, didn't know what was going to happen. And March or April, you know, my wife, probably, I guess, early April, she's like, hey, babe, we got to start protesting. And, you know, I always tell folks, my wife tends to be somebody, Jason, that she'll kind of put her foot a little bit into the water, get it a little wet. And I tend to like put the whole boot in there. Right. And, yep. and, and then, then my body follows. And so we were at our third protest and um, I was up there in Sacramento and uh, they pulled the permits the night before under Adolf Newsom's um, tyrannical reign. Um, he actually had kind of pre-planned this because he shipped in. Uh, we got reports that he had shipped in um uh riot gear police and chp uh from all over the state and i don't blame the boys in in blue or in this case the boys in tan um i just blame the leadership and i also blame the fact that that they've never had to resist an order um and so you had guys early on before the rally ever quote quote unquote started taking about two thousand people and, and there were probably, I don't know, 50 to 100 cops at that point in a baton line pushing us back. They were throwing women to the ground, handcuffing them, uh, just being, in my opinion, very violent. At that point, you saw the Starship troopers come from underneath the belly of the Capitol, guys in full, like full-blown riot gear. These guys were huge. They looked like USC linebackers. Went from a force of probably 75 to 100 to about 400 in full riot gear. They pushed us back for a period of probably an hour and a half, saw some more people get slammed, a pastor got roughed up. And I remember doing a video that got about a million and a half hits before this other video went, went 15 million. And I was just talking about the state of our country and how ashamed I was. And so I was just honestly just PO'd, man. I, I was so angry and ashamed of our country. And I can't say that that feeling has changed anymore now versus the feeling that I had about the country in May. Um, and so I got on a megaphone and just talked to these guys about honor, courage, and commitment, the oath they took to their country, foreign and domestic, and tried to just talk some sense into them. And it is really just pure rage and love for my country more than, you know, like a, like a planned or stage thing. Now, when you say that, uh, you know, some people got taken down and a pastor got roughed up, what prompted that response? Because like, I don't, you know, I'm retired law enforcement. So when you say that, um, having them there, you know, for crowd control at a protest is pretty normal. Um, but taking people down would be like, you know, refusing to obey or something like that. So what prompted this action? Well, I know at one point we were on the Capitol steps and I think I remember, and, and, you know, I always want to be fair to everybody, you know, objective about what I remember. And then, I mean, I'm just not somebody that likes truth or, or, or outright lie. That's just not the way I was raised. Um, but I remember one of the officers that was our point of contact at that time coming up and kind of telling us, hey, this is not a permitted event. Go on for a little while or we let it go on a little while. We're going to start pushing people back off the Capitol steps. Um, so I don't know. You know, my initial, you know, and, and I've never actually been answered that. I've never had anybody ask me that question. So I appreciate you asking that um, in that way um, to give clarity to anybody out there that has seen the video and has curiosity about it. I don't remember them other than them telling us that we didn't have a permit, which we did the night before and Adolf Newsom had them pulled and they'd already been granted. And it was no other reason other than we were protesting and he doesn't like freedom of speech. Right. And there's many things mm -hmm. now that we know eight months later that he doesn't like. 
um, including successful entrepreneurial businesses, apparently. Um, but uh, so we were never told that we weren't allowed to be on the steps that I know of. That could have been it. Maybe they were given an order about the steps, but if that was the case, if it was just the steps, then why were people pushed back 800 to 1,000 yards completely off capital grounds? So I think it was the quote unquote, no permit, which okay. had been pulled the night before, you know, um, I'll, I'll just say it fraudulently and, and illegally, right? For no reason. Okay. Now I noticed in the video and you mentioned here just a minute ago, you point out to the officers during your speech that, you know, if it's an unlawful order, they need to refuse. So these guys know that. And so did you uh, being military. And that's why you're kind of saying that. Did you have any contact with any of these cops that day or later that day? Was anything said to you about those comments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have a friend in the CHP and on an interview or um, during, during my talk uh, uh, in the video, at some point in time, he got a lot of heat for it. I mentioned his name um, and he caught a lot of heat for it. And, you know, they, a lot of them, 99% of them don't like Newsom. Right. Uh, for, 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 for obvious reasons. Right. So, you know, I think they were conflicted. I certainly had my friend who I don't want to throw under the bus again, months later, um, insinuate that they didn't agree with what was happening and how it went down. Okay. And of course I've seen the stories, the sheriffs, uh, out there are refusing to enforce these, uh, ridiculous orders and all of that. So that's all good news. Now, having served in the military, um, do you think that the military, or at least the leadership, is prepared to do that same thing, real world, if necessary? Is, do you feel that our military is prepared to refuse an unlawful order? 100%. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Uh, in fact, I've talked to some MARSOC guys, I've talked to some Force Recon guys, I've talked to some Navy SEALs, and I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that there are no Marines, sailors, airmen, soldiers that against tyranny and against oppression and governmental overreach that are going to turn a weapon on a, on a free citizen, a citizen with liberty, a citizen that is doing nothing wrong. Right. Um, and I would even say under mass fraud, because I think I know where we're going with this and fraud that can be proven and tyranny that can be proven. Um, I think you're hard pressed to get a, uh, get an 1860 situation again and, and it kind of play out that way. I'll well, say. well um, my concern, you know, is going to be more along COVID and, you know, with Biden coming in, um, yeah. more lockdowns, uh, more restrictions, and maybe the threat of martial law. Back stuff, not what? Yeah, yeah. Force vax, you mean? Force vax, or maybe the threat of force lockdowns or martial law. Um, because when this stuff starts, there's going to be a lot of pushback, and if it breaks loose in the streets, they will bring in at least the guard um, to try to control it. So. You know, if if it's kind of an illegal situation where forcing people to lock down because of this virus, that's a fraud. I don't know the auspices of this scam virus um, and all the censorship. 
See, and that's where the tough part comes in. I mean, like, I don't know, Jason, I think it's like the mass marketing and the branding that's happened around this virus and the fear that has been created under a virus that's 90, has a 99.9% .9 survival rate. And I know I don't have to sell you on this, but brother, I've been around thousands of people, okay? I'm a doctor in the community. I see three, 400 people a week. I've never gloved, I've never masked. I, I wouldn't, I don't send a battalion of police officers in here. They can point a gun to my head. They can beat their crap out of me. I still won't mask. I still won't close my business. Like my resolve is like 100% clear. The problem is we have a lot of other GOP conservative types that haven't converted to realize that that party's corrupt and disgusting and despicable cowards like Mitch McConnell and Mark Meadows and people like that. And they haven't moved over to that conservative patriot middle 80% to realize we need a third party. Mm. And three or four or five years ago, I would have sounded like a total idiot for saying we need a third party or, ah, oh, that's never going to happen. I think we have the momentum to do it right now. I really do. And the national guard, you know, I think that they very well have, have, I mean, it depends on how gaslit they've been, Jason. You know, if they get that order and it's under the precipice of, oh my God, we're all going to die and COVID's going to cause skin lesions on our body where we, you know, where we have this organism that eats our skin in our face, but only plexiglass can protect it. You know, if it's under the auspices of that, um, who knows what they're going to decide. But I can tell you the guys that are getting deployed, the guys on the front line lines in Iraq and Afghanistan and that 25%, I think it is of veterans out there that served on a ship. They served in Kuwait, the second Gulf war. They're not, they're not turning a weapon on anybody. They're turning a weapon against tyranny, not for tyranny. And that brings me to what you're doing to fight tyranny, which is 1776 forever free. So, you know, organization, you're committed to standing up for constitutional rights and, and economic freedoms and, and things like that. What was the catalyst? What prompted you to start this? You know, I just, um, it, it's, uh, it's kind of weird because in March, um, I got bored that I guess, I, I don't know if that's a, a normal thing for a middle-aged 40-year-old man, but, you know, I'll be 41 next month and I got two kids and I, I just kind of got bored. I love my practice. I love my patients, but I felt like God had a different calling for me. And, you know, I always say I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm a Christian, but I cuss a lot. I should have that t-shirt. Right. And, um, you know, I just was praying and asking God to give me like a legacy. I just wanted something more impactful, deeper, never thought it would be this, but that's kind of how these things work. Right. And, I just saw the pain that people were in and I saw how inspired people were by the video and we got a lot of letters and we got gifts and we got packages and there was just this outpouring and it still goes on to this day. And after seeing that outpouring of support, I told my business partner and the other founder of 1776, Chris Lippy, I said, man, we got to use this. I think God wants us to do something with this. And um, we started 1776 forever free and, we just got nonprofit 501c3 status a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, um, we're, we're teaching educational classes through American Heritage, a, a, a guy named Doug Gibbs. We're sponsoring them, but we, we, uh, we kind of hired Doug. He's our, he's our, uh, our hit man of the Constitution, if you will. <laughs> and um, we're going to have those for the next 28 weeks. Meanwhile, we're doing rallies all over the country to um, really get people 
their resolve around the constitution and their rights and teaching them that, you know, we have souls that are six feet under Jason. We have guys at Arlington, probably grandparents and people in your family. Um, certainly my grandparents, you know, I'm a, I'm a third generation veteran and those souls, everything they did, all the guys at the Vietnam Memorial, it can't, it can't be in vain with a fraudulent, you know, fraudulent election and these tyrannical laws. And that's where really where 1776 came about and going forward, you know, our goal with our 501c4 that's going to be established in the next three to six months is to take the fight to people, right? Like meaning take the fight to guys like Soros. He's investing 1.1 billion um, into these local municipalities. And what we want to do is get patriots like you and I to run for those vacant seats, whether it's city council, board of education, uh, state Senate, right? Whatever it is, judgeships, sheriffs, because when the next COVID scam happens, 5.1, 5.2 in the gold-plated series that happens in the next six years to take away all our freedoms and rights, um, it's going to take guys that have testicles, not people like Mark Meadows or Mitch McConnell or the other rhinos like Mitt Romney, um, but patriots like you and me that are going to be the guys to say, hey, you know what? I don't care about my next term. I don't care about how much money I'm lining my pocket with. What I do care about is that my kids are eating with a fork, not with chopsticks. And I, I love chopsticks and I love fortune cookies, but I don't want that dictating the laws of this country. Um, and, and, you know, this is a free country. This is a free country. And this is America. We're here to accept Chinese, Korean, like we don't care. Right. And, and that's the other big thing about 1776. We're all about, I don't care who you go to bed with at night. I don't care what your spiritual affiliation is. If you believe in red, white, and blue, and you want those values that you and I were taught as kids, Jason, if you want those values to be sustained going forward. So when your kids are, your kids are 25, they take off their hat and they cry instead of kneel because they hear the national anthem and they see the flag. That's what we want to tell people. So how can people get involved and help you with this? Yeah, well, you can go to 1776foreverfree.com. Um, we bootstrapped this thing. We've got some fundraisers in February and March, um, but it's totally been, we've operated this thing off of merchandise. So we've got hats, we've got hoodies, we've got t-shirts, lapel pins, all sorts of stuff on there. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, it's been totally operated from that. I mean, I spent, I think, $80,000 and my um, business partner spent about $30,000 um, or more. Um, and we did a six city, six state tour and had uh, probably 2,000 to 3,500 people at each stop. We've done over 10 rallies in California alone of uh, numbers of 2,000 to 10,000. We've partnered with Walkaway and Brandon Strzok before. I was on the March for Trump bus and, and now we're going to DC on January 6th um, to uh, uh, protest and I'll be speaking at the Capitol in several places. Yeah, I got you. Okay. And I can't let you go without asking you because you are in the medical community and we can't go through one episode of this program without talking about the hoax that is COVID-19. Um, in my opinion, the biggest scam in the history of the world. And um, I could kiss you right now. What's that? I said I could kiss you right now. That's okay in California, <laughs> but I said I could kiss you right now for saying that. Oh, yeah. I got you. No, it, it, it absolutely is the biggest fraud in the world. So being a doctor in the community, you've probably looked into it quite a bit. What do you think about COVID-19? It's a deep state 
establishment, when I say establishment, Democratic and Republican, the guys you think are fighting for you, orchestrated scam by the um, China Communist Party, the CCP, that controls a better part of this government, controls people, operatives like Sleepy Joe, controls a lot of the politicians that have made it a career, a lot of governmental agencies that you wouldn't anticipate or expect that are involved or controlled. And, you know, if you would ask me that 10 years ago, Jason, I would have laughed and said you're a tinfoil hat conspiratist. Um, but the more you look at whether it's the control of pharmaceutical companies, media, right? The control of these mandated vaccines, all of it is so much linked. And, and what I hope your viewers will see is whether you're just getting your foot wet, because I don't want to say that you go down the rabbit hole, because again, that sounds like a tinfoil hat thing. The movie script that was written, that people have been talking about for 20, 30 years, 15 years, whether it be, you know, whether you want to go down the pedo stuff that's going on, whether you want to go down the 5G, right? There's all these different things, and there's ties in it with some of the same people and, and some of the same energy. And, and you know, I don't want to alienate people right now but saying this, but, but there's some evil in the world, and it's very demonic. And sometimes it's hard for people to hear that, and it's hard for people to hear that their government is not this, well, man, we just want you to have a white picket fence and a great house and live a great life. That's a hard reality to face. But when you go through that door and you face that reality, on the other side of that is a transformation. And that's the resolve that we need people to have to fight. So what I would say about the scamdemic, as I affectionately call it, is it is a deep state. It is a deep state ploy, one, to get Sleepy Joe elected, two, so that we never win another election again, three, to control us and this is only the beginning of what has what what they have planned i mean this is just the crux and start of it and so that's why i encourage people get to dc get started run for office because it's going to take people ongoing if we want our kids to even have even a glimpse of the world that we grew up in um, it's going to take everybody pushing and not going back home in their underwear and watching Netflix with cold chili, but getting up and getting activated. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's no doubt about it, but it's funny just even the science of it. I mean, they're not even hiding it. If you go and look at the numbers and research how they count these numbers, um, how they, you know, track what a case is, how they track what a hospitalization is, how they track what a COVID death is. When you start examining the definitions of those things, uh, I, you know, I did this back in March, April, May, I quickly realized that this is no different than the regular flu. And if you notice, there's almost no flu this year. I wonder why. Yeah, it's 98% down. Fascinating how that works. Fascinating. Right? Yeah, it's fascinating. So fascinating, right? And uh, uh, no, I mean, I 100% agree with you. Like the fact that the PCR test in 2015, the creator of the PCR test said that it's only a matter of time before anything you're testing for with the PCR will get a positive result. Or even the CDC itself has said, yeah, you know, we're, we're pretty much calling everything COVID and we've actually had some um, false things that, that weren't COVID, where you, you had a, cor a, a comorbidity and the person had cancer that, that was pre-existing for four years, but they died of COVID. P 
people with car wrecks dying of COVID. I mean, you and I could go on and on about the evidence, what's disgusting and what everybody should notice and see, no matter what political aisle that you follow or what side you're on is that look at this censorship. Look at the, the uh, 13 different organizations like the um, X22 report or SGT report on the over 800 million influencer views that were collectively like housed in these 13 organizations that um, several people, um, including uh, Ryan Hartwig, posted uh, or, or, or did a big San Diego County lawsuit for. And that's only the tip of the iceberg. You look at the MSNBC, all these communist networks, you look at how the president's being censored now, regardless of what your opinion about Donald Trump is, if you can't objectively step back and look at the censorship, you're walking your family into a furnace. And it says Auschwitz, says socialism. And it's disgusting to me that we have so many people gaslit and just brainwashed that they can't see. This is, they're trying to make it about politics and skin color, but you're gonna be asking permission to get food for your family and to go see your friend as you pull out the papers out of your car to comrade in 10 years or five years or three years, if we don't actively do something. I totally agree with you, man. Sick. Yeah. And uh, this is not the first time they've done this. You know, if you remember, you probably do back in 2011 during the H1N1, uh, it was the same thing. You know, it was uh, 30 million people are going to die. Oh, it's going to be horrible. And they started testing um you know everybody with flu symptoms and it was you know there was cases everywhere and then right in the middle of the whole thing the cdc just says oh don't you don't need to test anybody anymore um if they have a, a flu symptom we'll just say it's it's h1n1 and, and call it a day uh so this is not the first time and you mentioned the pharmaceutical companies uh, you you know better than anybody um they've ostracized your profession Oh, and, oh, and, oh, they despise us, man. And they, any holistic, any naturopathic doctor has been ostracized yeah. by uh, the medical community, and that goes back to the Rockefellers. So, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. We got a lot of problems in this country, a lot of problems, and it's going to take, like you said, all hands on deck. Dr. Cordy Williams, we really appreciate talking with you. Um, if anybody needs a chiropractor, he's in Southern California. Look him up. Doctor, thank you very much. Yeah, God bless you, Jason. Thanks for having me on Simplify. God bless you. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to Don't Tread on Liberty with Jason Davis. Subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, or your favorite platform. For more Liberty news, check out www.donttreadonliberty.com and subscribe to the blog or join the conversation.